Support for WMNF and Live Music Showcase comes from listeners like you and Generations Cosmetic and Family Dentistry. This modern dental office provides both routine and complex treatments, including improving smiles. More at gendentistry.com. And from Replay Guitar Exchange in South Tampa, specializing in new, used, and vintage guitars, amps, and related gear. Replay Guitar Exchange's mission is to provide the right guitar for the right player for the right reasons. Replay Guitar Exchange is also proud to support Live Music Showcase. More at replayguitarexchange.com. Welcome to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio with Dean Johannesson. Take it away, Dean. Good afternoon, by the way. Nice to see you all. One day, circus came to town, and she threatened to run away. I know just where she can be found And I won't beg her to stay Grass keeps getting greener down the road Down the road She'll convince someone to help I told her trouble on the road Last time she was in, they were so mean, obscene. No one seems to understand Sergis Green. Oh, the Sergis Queen. She swears they'll sworn come see her perform. A warmth of her lot will draw them in. But be warned, my friend, once a chilling act begins, light electrifying will be your end. The 
This is Live Music Showcase. We're live in studio with Dean Johannesson. I love it, man. I love thank the you, folk of Americana vibes. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. He's going to be playing a whole block of music for you guys here at the start of the show. And then at the half, at about 2.30, we're going to dig into just what it is that makes Dean tick. And I can't wait to do that. But let's hear the next song. Sure, this one's called The Wizard of Menlo Park. Uh, it's on the new record, Cautionary Tales. It's a story about uh, Thomas Edison and, uh, and uh, Topsy, a circus elephant that got caught up in this war of currents thing. <clears throat> I'll play it for you. Here we go.
like a dumb little love He's not the only one above Live music showcase, live in studio with Dean Johannesson. Yes. Story about Topsy. Topsy the elephant. I love it. I love that story too. It's fascinating. It's a great story. It's great history. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's a lot. A lot of the record is about that kind of stuff. You know, there's a deep dive into the history of the prohibition and uh, the depression and all the crazy things that were happening in the 20s and 30s and some parallels here of what we're going through sometimes you know and so ain't yeah. that the way it goes yeah, yeah. that's a good story for uh, ACDC fans out there that's for sure <laughs> alright man let's hear the next song right. and I'll tell you guys what I mean by that um, when we when we get into yeah, the yeah, interview yeah, I, I love that you reference that yeah <laughs> they're like hell's bells what are you? right uh-huh. Uh-huh. this is about a kangaroo boxer it's called Mr. Delaware <laughs> Should have seen that look in father's eyes When his only son was born that mid-July He was 1895 Baby boxing born A father boxing prize Missed in His fate is not your own But you don't care The king is in his throne And now he's Prince is there to carry on his title, Mr. Delaware. Oh, Mr. Delaware. Uh huh. At 12 years old, he steps into the ring. You could almost hear his father's heartstrings sing. Though he longed to be his family's pride and joy. Couldn't bring himself to swing at the other boxing boy, Mr. Delaware. Can't you see he's not the same in there? I think you do, it's just that you don't care. As long as there's someone to follow in your footsteps, Mr. Delaware. Oh, Mr. Delaware. Uh huh. And he saw his father crying The night he left the ring and left his home They'd be better off without He'd be better off alone Mr. Delaware Beatings, you took your share Defeated everywhere And no one there Knows what you go through Mr. Delaware Not the same Ah, but you don't care No, you don't Here we go 
Dean Johannesson, <laughs> live in studio here on Live Music Showcase. That's just so fun. Oh, thanks. It's so fun. I love it. I love it. Thanks, here in man. just a little bit, we're going to dig into Dean and where he comes from and where he's going. But uh, just a little reminder to the listeners out there, if you can't catch us live, you can always catch us in podcast form on Apple Music or Spotify. Just search Live Music Showcase. You can also listen on the uh, website, WMNF.org, live or in the archives. And uh, But we always hope you listen live, honestly. I yeah, like those live listens. Part, right? yeah, yeah, that's the fun and part. And you can interact. You know, you can, you can throw somebody a message while exactly. watching the show. You know, exactly. Let them know you're enjoying it. Yeah, so. you can even tune into the Facebook live stream right now, which is going on right now. Just have to search WMNF's Live Music Showcase. And you can join in on the fun. Leave a comment. If you're watching right now, leave us a comment. Let, me, let us know what you're doing. Let us know how you're digging the tunes. That's always fun. Yeah. And uh, I always like to find out about those afternoon snacks. You know, those Friday afternoon <laughs> snacks. What foods. are people eating Friday afternoon? I'm eating Triscuits anytime I can. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. the, the Gouda Cheddar ones. We'll dig oh, into some man. stuff. I don't know. All right. all right, let's hear another song, man. Let's <laughs> sure. do it. I thought I'd give you a little bit of a break from the circus uh, record. Uh, this is a song I wrote uh, last year. My wife and I celebrated 25 years of marriage, and uh, I wrote her this song. This one's called The Island of Her Heart. In my eye when I behold her I long to hold her on the island of her heart Shipwreck there together And I long to ramble never Unless I knew she'd be with me when I part Beauty in my eye when I behold her I long to hold her on the island of her heart well, I searched the whole world over just to find her There's a twinkling in her eyes like the stars I navigate the seas with ease She decorates so heavenly I see her shining brightly from afar I make my way with a constant constellation She brings me back to the island of her heart Dark clouds abound, patches batten down Brace ourselves for the pitch of stormy seas We'll ignore that siren's tune Let our two hearts croon A song that calms the storm with harmony Washed ashore and once more we stay together with the many seasons now with ease Where the gods have been appeased There's just something in the breeze I'm grateful for this heart that harbors me I make my way with a constant constellation She brings me back to the island of her heart I long to hold her on the island of her heart Dean Johannesson, live in studio here on Live Music Showcase. Uh, yeah, I could listen to this all day. <laughs> I'm good with that. Yeah. Thanks, man. You have good road trip music, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I mean, I probably I write a lot on the road. It's funny you say that. Uh, 
I just, I get ideas on the road. You know, it's, uh, the business of music is so full-time that when I'm home, I'm booking gigs and doing promotions and trying to get things figured out, you know? Yeah. When I'm on the road and I can't do that, it's when I start to get ideas again, you yeah. know? And uh, and I love that time on the road. That windshield time leads to a lot songs quite a bit. And I think that's why I like touring around so much, you know? I yeah. don't do it as much as I'd like to. I think pre-COVID, I was planning on it and then that happened and it kind of shut everything down and now I'm starting to get that bug to like... Get that train I gotta get chugga chugga exactly yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah so. well we're definitely going to talk about some stories from the road sure talk yeah. about some songwriting some folk and americana style songwriting you know i there's a there's an aspect of that that i really want to dig into and that's like the identity right. of the music and the identity of the individual and i really i think that you may have some answers okay. to some of these questions <laughs> that i have here sure man so yeah. we'll dive into it but let's hear another song sure well uh i'm kind of is it okay if i go off script i know i sent of you a sentence but uh, <laughs> how dare you go off script it's so funny live <laughs> show going off script are you kidding no of course well you mentioned the road and i actually wrote this song it's called the road uh, uh i was part of a television series that they were going to pitch to pbs and it never quite worked out but it was like seven or eight different songwriters that were supposed to talk about the day-to-day -day of their lives and we were tasked with writing a song uh, with a journey theme and uh I, I didn't like journey straight on so i thought well the road is kind of part of my journey in this whole thing you know whether you're going out or coming back so uh that's where this one comes from <clears throat> it ain't about the destination a many miles left to go, yeah. City, country, state, and nation. I rode to come a journey home. I set my sights on the horizon. Even night, I shoot the moon. I'm passing days, I realize it. It's the road ahead that gets you through. There's no rest for the weary And not so much more to learn Lighting both ends of that candle And working hard to beat the burn We're all standing in the shadows And those in blaze a trail before A fire sparked by the desire to reach out for something more Well, I don't question my direction And I know the reason that I roam A city, country, state, and nation The road to come and turn it home In my direction, I know the reason that I roam. A city, country, state, and nation, the road to come a journey home. There's no rest for the weary, a lot so much more to learn. Lighting both ends of that candle, and working hard to beat the burn. And then about the destination, a many miles left to go, yeah. City, country, state, and nation The roads are coming, journey home City, country, state, and nation The roads are coming, journey home
Dean Johannesson here on Live Music Showcase on 88.5 FM. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm itching to talk to you about some of the stuff. I really yeah? Am. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to skip it right Dive now. Though. Let's hear the next song. Oh, okay, yeah. sure, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so I have three singles out for the new record. Um, the Wizard of Menlo Park was the first one. Walker's Pure Extract was the second, and then the show, the, uh, the song that I might play at the end of, the d of today is the third single from the record. Uh, this one's called Walker's Pure Extract. It's about the folks that were drinking medicine to get their alcohol fixed back in the Prohibition days. Uh, there was a form of paralysis called Jake Leg that some of them would get. And in doing research to write the song, I found a Jamaican ginger that was one of the culprits of this paralysis called Walker's. And I thought the irony was so great that something would be called called walkers that was causing paralysis that I wrote them a little jingle for their product. Walkers, pure extract Our island ginger will give you back what you like And it's the only cure you'll need We'll have you stepping like a steed If you're not happy Bring it back, Walker's Pure Extract. Pick your poison wisely, boys, there's something going around. Thought we hadn't figured out till the USTD found. We can get our kicks from this little bottle for the sick. They can make it hard to take Morality will surely fill our cups Drink it up Ooh, yeah Walkers, pure extract Our island ginger will give you back what you lack And it's the only cure you'll need We'll have you stepping like a steam if you're not happy, bring it back Walkers, pure extract <laughs> Weights and measures, how does it boil down? The bootleggers treasure finding ways to get around Slow the regulators up with a trick that'll keep us in the mix Bacon red and sour gum Keep us running rum to walkers sick That's you do the trick <laughs> yeah Walkers, pure extract Our island ginger will give you back what you like And it's the only cure you'll need We'll have you stepping like a steam you're not happy, bring it back Walkers, your extracts Carry them home 
can sing your sinner's carol But you won't be walking home <laughs> Live music showcase here on 88.5 We're live in studio with Dean Johansson uh, Okay um, I'm I'm actually very curious about the research that went into <laughs> doing that song and and have you seen my Google search? I, is, I, I'm is sure what you're getting it's at? fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure right. it's fascinating. Um, yeah. You know, I grew up in St. Louis and the Budweiser. Mm. Uh, you know, the Budweiser a distiller a distiller. What am I saying? Brewery. Yeah, yeah. Um, is located there, the Anheuser Busch Brewery there, and um, you learn all kinds of things about liquor and booze and, yeah. and prohibition uh, living there for sure and I, I want to talk about that stuff uh, here but first I want to let everyone know thanks so much for listening to Live Music Showcase we're here every Friday at 2pm right after the news headlines and we do this every week we bring you some live music and then we get to know the musician and the story behind that music so we hope you'll join us uh, each and every week here on Live Music Showcase next week uh, we have one of my personal favorite local bands that's uh, going to be in studio full band is Ajava. Uh, Reed Hills, Reed Scott Hill, and Ajava are going to be in studio next week. Great jam band, very fun, very very um, spacey, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, very jam bandy. They actually invited me to play a little bit of a song, one of their songs with oh, them too. Nice. So I might even do that with them. We'll see. That'll be know. awesome. We'll see. But uh, <laughs> but back to Dean Dean Johannesson here live in studio. So let's get into it a little bit. Sure. First and foremost, when you were doing your prohibition uh, research here yeah, to, yeah. to do that song, and you're sure. right, and I agree, like, what better fodder for uh, a folk song right. uh, than that product that called Walkers? Yeah, uh, that was <laughs> such a, that was a gift. You know what I mean? As a yeah, songwriter, every once in a while you're like, okay, that's, okay, that needs to be written. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the perfect one to do it, but I'm going to tackle it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd argue that you, you lived up to the task. I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank without you. a doubt. So, okay, so what was the most interesting thing that you learned in doing that research for that song? I think just the, um, you know, going through all that and the fact that so many people were considered, I think it was that and like Rum Runners, uh, when I realized like how many people were considered you know, outlaws and, uh, you know, illegal citizens that just wanted to have a drink. And I know it's deeper than that. I know they were having a really, really big problem. People were drinking like crazy. Uh, it didn't solve the problem. It created new businesses for other people. Um, you know, I think about the, you know, the real McCoys, the, the rum runner. That's like he would give you the best quality rum, you know. And I think about those guys, and this is off kind of track. It's, this is going to the boats, but it's like they were getting chased and shot at and killed. And then, you know, and then the law disappears. And then it was like, okay, you can drink now. <laughs> I mean, like, what, right. What, yeah. what just happened? <laughs> Like an analysis, you know what I mean? They're, they're making bathtub gins, and they're yeah. you know, and then companies are. I mean, the hub company was the created a, a a mask for the liquor, so it wouldn't read for the Treasury Department when they were testing it. But that chem chemical that they added was was another factor of causing paralysis, you know. And when I'm doing this, you know, some of this research, I'm like, I can't believe this isn't more more known mm -hmm. to people you know and so uh and then the trick is to you know write a song around that stuff that doesn't sound like you're reading a history book you know that's that's the you know because a lot of people are like well this is a great story and that's a great story and that one it's like one i have to connect with it and then two it's like i have to not only have to connect with it i have to figure out a way to make it 
interesting as a song too you know so that's that's another aspect of it too but yeah it's it's fascinating and i love i love history it's become part of a my writing style right now you know i in early days you write all about you and that's what you know and your emotions and your feelings and uh some of those songs still hold up and i still play them sometimes but then i started getting bored with my own story <laughs> and i wanted other stories to kind of to bring bring to light you know so i'm so glad you said that yeah because first of all the fact that you're a musician who's doing research to yeah. write your lyrics <laughs> yeah is fantastic oh thanks man it's fantastic Thank you. well because you just you just hit the nail on the head you can only write so many songs about that girl that broke up with yeah. you in high school right you know you can only write so many songs about you know angst or depression i mean there there's plenty more but at the end of the day if there's a narrative, like there are other ways to tell those stories. Absolutely. Through other people's stories even can be the way. And that's one of my favorite things about folk music. Right. It, you said it yourself, you have to connect to it personally. Yeah, that's big. Because if you can't connect to it personally, how the hell is your audience going to be able to connect to yeah. it? Yeah, right? and how can you deliver it? And how can you, you deliver can't, it? You, know? you did this thing during uh, that song where you gave this little laugh yeah, yeah. in that song. And I'm sure that's somewhat rehearsed, right? You do that kind of every time and it's maybe in a different way. But. Yeah, I, I, I find the, you know, there's an evil aspect of that whole thing that, you know, that was happening that, uh, it, and it's, you know, if you're not happy, bring it back. But it's the company that's causing paralysis that's where they can't actually physically How they gonna bring, bring it back, back to you. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? so that's brilliant. There's an element of that. <laughs> it's subtle and it's brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, that's what I mean though. So, and, and I mean, you know, to your point too, like uh, during Prohibition, Anheuser Busch, you know, one of the things that they used to do during Prohibition because they couldn't sell it, well, they would sell all of the ingredients for beer. Right. Yeah. And on the bag of barley, <laughs> there were the ing there were the instructions, instructions on, on how, how to, yeah. to brew it. <laughs> right. Right. But with yeah. like a wink and a nod, like you know, yeah. don't do, don't this. do we this. We don't recommend it. But, but if, if you were going to, <laughs> here's the step by step way sure. to do it. Oh, that's fascinating. I mean, yeah. So when it comes to your songwriting. And, and doing that research, do you find that you already connect with the concept before you go into the research? Or do you maybe like start looking into it and then you're like, okay, that's the thing. That's my angle. That's where I want to go with this. For me, it was, um, I started reading um, historical fiction, uh, Sarah Groen's book, Water for Elephants. Oh, great. So that... And then uh, there's another guy that I read to. I'm blanking on his name right now. But anyway, I, so with Sarah Gruen in particular, it's like that Water for Elephants was, she was actually referencing history in the book. I mean, that's how I found out about Topsy. Um, that's how I found out about Jake Leg. That's how, I, about how, you know, all that stuff was in the book. And I was like, where are these stories coming from? And when I, when I looked into it, it's like, that really happened. Like, those things really happened, you know. Uh, they did try to hang an elephant. They did electrocute an elephant. Like they, it's horrible, you know. And for some so let's reason. let's tell that story because yeah. we kind of teased it earlier in the show. Well, and it's you know it's a, it's a weird one because I have a lot of people. It, I started a group page and like somebody was just like you know you know Tesla and Edison were friends. I'm like, well, they not really to they mind. Were competitors. Not, but you know, I the the hard part about history is like you hear certain things and then things change and you're like, what's the truth? So I'm always trying to get to the truth. It's, it, that's the hard part about writing these songs because initially. I was just like, Ed is an electrocuted an elephant. It's like, nope, he didn't. It was his company that filmed the electrocution. It was the owners of Coney Island that actually were responsible for that because this elephant had been, you know, 
it killed a couple people, but it also had been abused. So we're taking these animals that are way stronger than we are. They don't forget, <laughs> you know, it's elephant. You right. Know? Um, so anyway, that was kind of the, uh, that was a big one uh, that I felt like needed to be written and, and talked about. And the hard part about it is like, that there's some songs where you tell the story before you play them, and then there's some songs where you don't. And I've told that story before I started playing that song, and I've really bummed some people out. <laughs> it's just, I mean, animal cruelty is like, it makes me sick, you know of what I mean? Course. But it's, it's, um, for some reason, I just thought it was an important part of our history that yeah. it, there's a lot of things that we talk about with Edison and his patents and all this different yeah. stuff. And but we never, you know, Westinghouse on the on the Westinghouse side was still a brilliant developer, but he had all these people working under him. And to my knowledge, he would give them the patent if they were working on the idea. On Edison's side, on a business level, he decided that he would take the patents for the people that were creating things on his side. Mm -hmm. um, it's a different business model. It doesn't mean it's wrong or it's right, but he gets credited for a lot of things that people helped him create, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, anyway, that's, you know, that, that's just one small aspect of this whole record, and a lot of it was just historic. And going back to Sarah Gruen, I thought, you know, it's brilliant to write a novel that has some real history in it because I learned something from it. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, well, you can take that what if you took that and put it into songwriting? Mm -hmm. And that's what kind of led me down this path of like, and I live in Sarasota, man. I mean, you know, I'm watching the circus go up seasonally all the time. I'm watching trapeze acts practice. You know, mm -hmm. I, um, it's... Are you really that close to... Yeah, I'm, you know, they, they set up at Benderson, Benderson Park all the time. I, and when I started writing this, I was visiting Ringling Museum. Like Ringling, sorry. Once Ringling, a week. No, you're yeah. fine, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I was going there, uh, like... On Mondays, it's free to get in, so I would go there on, on Mondays, and I would go to the library, and I would go to the art place, and I would look into books, and I was, you know, reading biographies, and there's way more, you know, of that history that I looked up before I got to, you know, these nine or ten songs that actually made it, yeah. and there's a lot of fascinating stuff that I feel like I could still pour through, but, you know... I think also when you make a change as an artist, you get locked into this thing, and then all of a sudden you get uncomfortable in your own skin with being known as the circusy, swingy guy, you know. And then all of a sudden you want to, I want to break out and do something else, you know. And I love this stuff, I, I love it, and I love this record. But it, it's, it, you know, I, I feel like there's times where I gotta maybe change too. Maybe there's different history. Okay, so you're you're making my job as an interviewer incredibly easy. <laughs> so just, because because you're, I read a lot. No, no, because you're segueing to all the things that I want to talk oh, cool. about with you, right, which is yeah. great. Before we do, just to let everyone know, this is Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. We are live in studio with Dean Johannesson talking a little bit about who he is as a musician and his uh, project that he's got coming out. He's got an EP. Um, he's getting ready. I think, did you say you're getting ready to go back on the road, getting ready to do some touring? Yeah, I just got... Um in March, I'm going to go up to, uh, there's a show called The Blue Plate Special in Knoxville. In, uh, Knoxville, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, my buddy Brad from Hardpan Media has helped me put together a little bit of a tour. I've never had anybody on my team, so to speak, sure. like on the business side. And Brad's an old bandmate of mine that started his own production company. And, um, and he filmed a tour documentary with me uh, two years ago. And then he just started encouraging me like hey you got to do video stuff you got to do get your social medias going you got to do this and that and um how can i help you what can i do you know i, I support you I, I believe in you you're a brother of mine and so so he's helping me like where i've never had it before you know nice and so it's i'm so grateful because i've done everything like you know it's writing recording performing touring musician you know mm -hmm. um anyway so that tour will be in march uh around the third weekend and then in july i'll be touring out to texas for um a songwriter uh, like a 
house concert series at a, uh, a place called Five and Dime. Love those. Yeah, they're fantastic. Very, very just, cool. There should be more of those places for us to perform, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because that's, yeah. you really connect with an audience and they get, they get, they get this, I mean, that's the beauty of this show is that they get this kind of performance at a, at a, at a venue mm -hmm. and it's expected, you know, it's expected to have a listening room and you to be able to share your stories and connect with the audience, yeah. you know, it's a deeper connection. That, that listening room yeah. is such a unique oh, thing and, I shudder to think maybe a dying thing because you just don't see them as much. But for those who are at home or who are not familiar with this concept, a listening room is different than a standard concert venue. And it's different than a standard like bar that just has live music. A listening room is is an immersive experience. That's what it's designed to be from top to bottom. And the whole point is where you get, um, you know, here in Tampa, there are plenty of bars that have live music, but you maybe will see, you know, TVs behind the bars yeah. that have, you know, the sports on. That's fine. That's okay. The sports, Jesus, listen to me. I'm a real sports ball fan. Hey, clearly. sports ball, totally. Good old sports ball, no. Um, or, you know, you'll, you'll hear people like chatting at the bar while the performance is going on, things like that. In a listening room, it is designed for one thing, and that is listening. Yeah. There are little, you know, what they call table tents that say, you know, make sure your phone is on silent. Please don't be checking your phone yeah. while you're while you're in here. Please don't take phone calls. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like at a comedy club where like they'll take drink orders, but not during the set. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. maybe they'll bring them out to you, but it's very quiet. It's very hush hush because the whole point. And some of the magic that gets lost in live music is is that connection. Yeah. And that's what I love about listening rooms is they give you that opportunity to, yeah. to really solidify that connection. Well, it's also a challenge as an artist, too, because you're like, when you're in that case, you know, we're so used to being background music. We're like, I, I do this full time, so it's three to five nights a week, and there's a lot of restaurant gigs. And But then when you go to a room like that, like the Hideaway used to be that way, where I'd like play the Hideaway show. Yeah. And, you know, this special place where, like, people are really, really, really listening. And when you go to play a song, you're like, is this song worthy of the listening that these people are doing? You know what I mean? So it's a challenge as an artist because if you do enough of those, I think you start to get to a point where it challenges you to be a better songwriter and a better storyteller. And that's what I love about those places too not just that the audience is listening just that like you have to be on your a game like you really have to have it together and if you're not used to doing those like songwriter festivals are like that you play in the round and you're playing with these other amazing songwriters and you, there's no none of this it's just straight up play mm -hmm. the song and does it stand on its own is it a good song you know um yeah, yeah so so that brings up what we were going to talk about which is um something that i think is it's not necessarily unique to folk and Americana style music, but it's definitely more prominent, I think. And that is that the identity of the music and the identity of the individual performing the music right. have to really be in alignment. And so what I mean by that, to be a little bit more clear, uh, when you play your music, yeah, it sounds like your music. It has that identity sure. to, to the ear. And every song, even though they're all different, they all still feel like this is a Dean's song. This is Dean's song. This cool, is Dean's yeah. Song. This is Dean's song. Not in a monotonous way, not in a repetitive <laughs> way, which right. is a hard line to no, walk. No, it is. It, it really is. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. So, but my point is that with your music, you're writing songs that are about like other people, about stories, about history, about, you know, things like that. But they still have that identity rooted uh, in each song. Yeah, and maybe that's in the tempos that you choose. Which, by the way, I, I really appreciate the fact that it sounds like you have a metronome built into your elbow <laughs> on your right hand. 
very, very. I felt like I was playing a little thing. fast today, but I, uh, I, I work yeah. really hard at. Uh, it's less about speed, more about consistency. But, but I digress. <laughs> um, but you, but you really do. Um, your music really does have an identity. Yeah, and it has a sound, and that that is such a a difficult thing to accomplish for musicians who are just desperately just they're just trying to to find that like what's the thing what's my thing I'm yeah. trying to find my thing yeah and I feel like you could write a song about just about anything and it would still feel <laughs> Have like a, you well it's I mean you're, it's it's from your brain and from your heart and from your soul you know yeah. I think that's the key I think you don't have to maybe you don't have to search for it as much if you just trust that if your writing is as honest as who you are it'll shine through as your own thing you know yeah. I don't really know like I you know it's it's weird for me because it's I definitely adapted a lot of things to create these songs you know sure. it's like I'm listening to Django Reinhardt and I'm watching old uh. movies and I'm reading you know yeah uh -huh. and I'm reading like you know old history books and biographies and so I really just immersed myself almost as if I was like I can't remember who I was listening to that it was in, uh, maybe Al Pacino talking about doing a part or something and it was just like everything is important like to get the character together the shoes that you choose to wear the things that you have in your pocket the way that you comb your hair you know all those things so it's like I love that idea of like as a songwriter you could do that you know what I mean and it, it's still I mean it's not really talking about being you but if you you know embrace that you know the other part is like i've been in all kinds of bands i was in heavier bands in atlanta and i was in a like a an acoustic rock you know almost jam band improv thing here for years and um and then you know i just things change and i i, I don't want to be stuck as an artist a creator and so this swing thing became something else you know and uh took this left turn and sometimes you see that the audience responds better to things that you're creating and they may be different than what you used to be. And then you're just like, I should probably embrace that because they're letting me know. People are letting me know. It's not like you're writing for them. Well, as long as it's coming from I mean, you. Yes and no, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, if a tree writes a song in a forest, everyone's <laughs> around to hear it. Do they still want to hear Wagon Wheel? Did it cut a hit record? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> still right. But, and so there's a balance there. <laughs> right. You know, but I, I mean, yeah, I hear, I hear. I hear that. I hear that you being you in all of these songs, even with all of the research. But one question that that did just occur to me: um, musicians are often creatures of comfort and creatures of habit too. Yeah. We find our lane, and sure. whether or not that lane is any good, <laughs> we're in it. Right. That's it. That's yeah. the, the embrace. Our it. lives have eroded into that space, and that's the space we follow. So I hear, you know, you saying, "Well, I got tired of writing, you know, songs about this and songs about that, so I decided to like step outside of that." Most of the time, musicians, when that happens, there's a catalyst there's a a need is created for change yeah. and i'm curious what that was if it was for you if that was the case or if it was just simply i just want to try something different yeah i mean it was a slow i think it was a slow process circus queen mm -hmm. the, the first one that i played f for this show in particular i did that on purpose because it was the first one that i had written in this swing vein uh that got me launched into this whole thing and it was that was kind of a happy accident you know it was uh the circus queen was lillian litzel who performed with the ringling brothers circus for many many years but mm -hmm. i wrote the song about my aunt who i hadn't seen mm -hmm. and uh i remember this story about her running away to join the circus when she was a kid she got mad at her parents and wanted to run away and join the circus and I always joke at my shows that I think her parents wish that she actually did that. <laughs> Sorry, um, uh, <laughs> to my aunt. Well, but anyway, yeah. but but the funny thing was is like, it, it, uh, speaking of gifts, like I didn't know there was a circus queen, but I called my aunt the circus queen, and I wrote the first verse, and then and then I read you know Water for Elephants around that right. time, and then 
And then I saw a circus queen, Lillian Litzel, performs for the Ringling Brothers. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You've <laughs> got to be kidding me. So all along, it was just, sometimes, you know, the song is telling you what to do. You just got to stay out of the way. So once that started happening, and I, you know, I was reading stuff and preparing myself, but, you know, just let the song do what it needs to do. And it's, it's taken me down this wonderful path. I, I, I don't know if I kn would have known who Django Reinhardt was. That's changed my life as a guitar player. Like, i constantly trying to get better at the way that he played, the way that he phrased, the way that he bent, the way that he... All these things that he did, they just don't make any sense to me as a guitar player, you know? And I've always kind of been... I always wanted to be in a band, a singer in a band, you know? And I just have more drive than... I think a lot of other people, and I, I just want to play as much as I can and get as as good as I can, you know. Well, the drive show the drive shows through in, in the way that you chug along on that on that <laughs> guitar. Thanks, but man. one more thing before we jump we before we jump into another song. Sure, uh, I want you to tell the listeners about your day job. Yeah, I um, so I started a program for preschool age kids when my son was three. Um, actually, the program didn't exist. I was just his preschool in particular. We wanted to raise him at home until he got to a certain age where he could communicate with us. Because you hear all these horror stories about preschools back in the day. You did. Now that's I think it's very different. But anyway, so his preschool required parents to donate 10 hours to the school a day. Whether you go in and read, you work on their playground, whatever it is. And I thought I. I'll go in and sing songs with the kids, you know? So I would do that. And I did it a couple of times. And then I asked the director, hey, can I bring in an instrument to show them? You know, he's like, yeah, yeah. I did that a few times and the kids loved it, you know? And then the director was like, I'll give you a break on tuition if you, if you want to do this on a regular basis. And at the time I was doing like construction and sign work and, you know, landscaping and all that stuff. And I thought, man, if I could make this into a program, I could just do music full time and, and enjoy my time with my son and be part of his education and maybe educate other kids. You know, when I was going to school, they were cutting funding for music programs and art programs. Sure. And I remember how upset my band teacher was. And then I thought, well, that was the other part of it. It was like, what if we create the need at a really young age? These kids are a year and a half to four years old at the oldest. This is preschool, you know? Yeah. And if you create that need and they start going, hey, I want to I want to learn how to play music. This is a required monthly test of the emergency alert system. Had this been an actual emergency or dangerous situation, official messages and directions would have followed the alert tones. This test is brought to you by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and your local broadcast station or cable provider. This concludes the required monthly test. It sounds like that's exactly what happened in that situation too. It it just started working, and you said, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to roll with it." Yeah, never would have never never would have imagined that as my career. My mom took in foster kids when I was young. I'm the oldest of four. In my teens, I was just like, "I don't want kids ever," you know. <laughs> and then you know, I fell in love, and you have a kid, and it's the best thing. And then the more you can be part of that, the better. I know? love it, man. Yeah. Live music showcase here on 88.5. We're live in studio with Dean Johannesson. Let's hear another song, Dean. Sure, sure. I'll do one more that's off, uh, relatively new. This one's called Semi-Tennessee. This was inspired by a, a license plate of a semi-truck. <laughs> I love my home, but I can hear that highway calling. Sittings never stood too well. 
Out there on the road, I'm pulling through my heavy loan. I put my cargo on a scale, try to keep from running off the rails. Windshield's got me thinking about the hazard lights I'm blinking. Times I need that distance just to see. Semi-Tennessee, whenever I'm free to be. Absence makes me fonder than I long to travel yonder. Try not to miss me much. I'll be better when I get back in touch. Full-time living, semi-Tennessee. Long-haul trucking's never been a bother. I drive it all from south and north and west to east. I never do protest if they want to see my manifest. Cause I'm driving toward a better destiny. Windshield got me thinking about the hazard lights I'm blinking. Times I need that distance just to see. Semi-Tennessee, whenever I'm free to be. Absence makes me fonder than I long to travel yonder. Try not to miss me much. I'll be better when I get back in touch. Full-time living, semi-Tennessee. Yeah, when I'm jumping in the truck again. Like a visit with a good old friend Tell me, Big Rig, how have you been? Are you ready for a long weekend? Picking up a trailer to Kingpin that fifth wheel true Sink in the jaws, pull up the chocks Start up the truck with a big old block Full-time living, semi-Tennessee Oh, I'm full-time living, semi-Tennessee Over and out, I'm about to be semi-Tennessee Semi-Tennessee. Live music showcase here with Dean Johannesson. I love it, man. Can I plug the uh, Habitat show real quick? Yeah, please do. Habitat, uh, we're doing, a, speaking of house concerts, great Habitat, uh, great house concert venue in um, Bradenton. And uh, we're doing the CD release party February 4th with my band, the 24-Hour Men. Rebecca Pulley's opening that show. My friend B.V. Cooper is going to create some live art, and we're going to auction that off at the show. And wow. The CD will be there and some new um, cautionary tales merchandise and stuff so thank you for letting me plug that i appreciate it i cool, almost forgot yeah, <laughs> i was like get to the end of the show I to <laughs> hey man we get into it sometimes <laughs> yeah, man, man. No, that double conversations would be great that double windsor <laughs> you caught me man <laughs> thank you buddy keeps keeps distracting me <laughs> this is live music showcase uh here in uh wmnf's beautiful live music studio here uh our sound engineer sound mixer mark perfetti audio assistant is pamela robinson our cameras today are charles holsoppel and marcy connors our board op is charlie cushing our video director today is ed lehman i'm your host ken apperson and this has been live music showcase so before we go yes sir because we're just about done here if you could into this camera right here, I believe it's camera three, look into that camera. Yes, sir. And if your biggest fan, who was under five years old, <laughs> okay. was standing right there yeah. in that camera, yeah. what would you say to them? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Uh, under five. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, um, you know, live, live, uh, live honest live uh i don't know that's a tough one man yeah i just tell them to enjoy brush, their teeth. brush your teeth yeah no that's, <laughs> i don't know believe in who you are how about um, if their parents were standing there yeah let your kid be who he is or she that. is like that's the biggest thing i've learned as a parent it's like you can't and i learned that from my mom yeah just let your kids be who they are yeah. and, and support that 100 percent. 
and you'll and they'll figure it out. Whatever it is they decide to do, they'll figure it out. They can be lawyers, they can be musicians, they can be artists, they can be jugglers, they can be mimes. If you try to make them something that they're not, that's where you're going to find the the problem. I think that's where you're going to struggle, and just let them let them be who they are. I love that. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. This is great. I feel like we're on some kind of great radio show or something right now. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. WMNF, folks. I love it, man. All right. So what do you have for us to round off the show? I'll do, uh, this is my closer, my big closer. It's Red-Eyed, mm-hmm. Red-Light, Good Night. It's another circus-themed thing. Uh, uh, Sarah Gruen's thing where, uh, you know, the, somebody gets thrown off a circus train in the middle of the night if they're not pulling their weight, if you wouldn't leave. Camel gets Jake in the story. That's where I got this from. They toss him out of the train in the middle of the night. For some reason, I thought that was funny, but a very important part of this whole circus story and the way to end it so <laughs> take it away <laughs> <All> man <right. laughs> set him up and break him down the greatest show around is in and out of town tonight You'll move your funny bones Tingling from a sound through the megaphone Sitting home humming when you hit the road All right Red light, red light Good night Well it's rumored my dear friend That some folks will meet their end Sliding down the rails From town to town Better pull your weight or the heavy hand of fate will throw you out the boxcar to the ground. Red eye, red light, good night. Set him up and break him down. The greatest show around is in and out of town tonight. You'll move your funny bones, tinkle from a sound through the megaphone. Said you home humming when you hit the road, all right. Red eye, red light, old camel got the J from the walkers he did take. We tried our best to keep it down low. Rumors are a disease and they spread with careless ease, bringing certain someone's in the door. Red eye, red light, good night. Set him up and break him down. The greatest show around is in and out of town tonight. You'll move your funny bones, tingling from a sound through the megaphone. City home hum when you hit the road, alright. Red eye, red light, good night. Nice job, Ken. Very good. Catch on quick. (laughs) This is WMNF Tampa.